Ben Shapiro is against reparations, but not for Israel. He is against BDS, but not financial aid for Israel. He is against repaying the descendants of black enslaved after state terrorism, but he is not against removing Palestinians from the alleged state of Israel and using U.S. taxpayer funds to defend it against alleged terrorism. I have no dog in that fight, but the com commonality between polar opposites intrigues me. Preserving a welfare state, being for Holocaust reparations, but being against reparations for slavery and self-determination for black people. The last economic non-military package to Israel from the United States was 2007. Economic non-military assistance to Israel added up to 30 billion, a combination of grants and loans, 45 billion in waived loans, meaning repayment is canceled and not required. That was from fiscal year 1974 to 2003. Nice. Now, on to Judah Benjamin, Confederate strategist, planner, slave owner. That's right, planner. Planner meaning Chattel Plantation, Lord and Master. Did this man proselytize to his property? Of course not. He wouldn't be able to own them. Christian masters sure did, because that reinforced their dominion. It's funny how that worked. When controversies occur, these people want to be part of the conversation. They even co-opt our slave narrative with the Exodus story, something that never occurred in history. We're fools for clinging to that tenuous kinship based on falsehood. Now let's move on beyond that. The Negro Battle Royale. Two controlled opposition groups battling it out for intellectual slash follower market share under the auspices of seeking a justice claim. I'm not against that justice claim. Yes, I'm participating. No, I don't have any leaders. Ideas are beyond hashtags, but hashtags can be very useful to people who are exposed to them daily. On the tool we use to seek out validation, sell products, vent, and bang on the ops, figuratively speaking. I see parallels to Ralph Ellison's Battle Royale. Our mobile devices are like the electrified rings. Bring up the shines, bring up the little shines. As they put this figurative cupid in front of us, another object of black desire, future wholeness, our own table so we won't need a seat at theirs, that great stimulus package, etc. Blindfolded, driven to the point of insanity, threatened if we do look, threatened if we don't look. You ain't trying to get this money, my G. I don't need no handout. I'm a guess mine, pulling up them bootstraps collectively for them economics, nigga, them group economics. Blindfolded, banging on the homies. Let me read an excerpt. The young men are blindfolded, corralled into a boxing ring, and told to start fighting, a battle royal. They pummel each other in chaotic frenzy until one of them is declared victor. Following the fight, the sweaty and bruised contestants all clamor onto a pile of prize money that's rigged with an electrical current, shocking the young men into convulsions. It's all fun and games for the rich white men and women watching. The finale comes when one of the fighters, the smartest boy we got out there in Greenwood, stands to deliver a speech. Blood spews from his mouth as he argues for the social responsibility of Negroes. Doesn't that sound familiar? The smartest Negro in their white proxies outside of the ring watching. We even have the picture of it centering one faction as victim. I ride with that faction at times, and we bang on the simulated slash real ops. The real ops are aligned with the first subject of this podcast, instigating on multiple ends and profiting from it all. Even the last episode, corporate media will eat it all up, and the redacted have an outsized presence and influence within that realm. Bars.